0: Welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Rock Your Purpose revolution. This is the place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. Inspirational speaker and international teacher Emily Perry will take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to Rock Your Purpose lead your tribe, and manifest your vision for your life. Here's your host, Emily Perry. Welcome back, you guys, to the Rock Your Purpose podcast. I'm so stoked that you're here. Today's episode features Brianna Rose, and I'm so excited to bring you this interview. It was so juicy. I just want to dive right into it. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Brianna Rose. Brianna Rose is a Kundalini business coach for women entrepreneurs and the creator of the Light Leader Movement. Her global online business has transformed thousands of women's lives, teaching them to create impactful online empires and living a lifestyle of financial freedom while changing the world. So through Brianna's success methodologies. Her clients align with their purpose. They write magnetic content that captures the hearts of their soulmate clients. They unlock their energy systems to activate their intuition and exponentially grow their businesses to six figures and beyond. Her work has been featured in Forbes, Huffington Post, LearnVest, and more. So she spends her time between the sandy shores of Long Island and sunny Southern California with her fiance, Chris, and their fur baby, Layla. And I am so excited to bring you this interview, you guys. It was, you know, when you get to talk to people and you just kind of click and I'm just all about what Brianna's all about. And so I can't wait to share this episode with you. Let's dive in. Well, welcome to the show, Brianna Rose. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, I am so excited to be here today.
0: I So when I was thinking of people, and I, I mentioned this to you earlier, when I was thinking of people that I really wanted to have on this show, you were one of the first people that came to mind. And I love your energy and I love what you're doing in the world. And I did read a little bio about you before <laughs> this, but um, could you just tell us a little bit about you know, right now you're known as this tribe leader of light leaders and really creating this huge impact in the world in that way. And how did you get to, like, what's your origin story? Like, how did you get to where you are now? Um, Mm Because it's so easy to look at you now and be like, wow, you know, I can't do what she does, but um, we all start somewhere. And I would love to hear just a little bit of like your origin story. Like, where did it all begin for you?
1: Yeah. Ooh, thank you so much for asking this question. It's always a fun story to share. Um definitely didn't just wake up one day and here here I am. Um there's there a lot of work that that got me to here today. And I think that the shortest story is um I was always such like an introverted child um, because that's just my nature. But I also saw spirit from like coming out of the womb. That was like the first thing. Like it was super natural for me to see spirit, see auras, have dream visitations, um, to be channeling, to know when things were going to happen, to know what people were going to say before they were going to say it. Like that was my life. I felt super weird and isolated because I didn't know anyone else (laughs) that could do that. Um, And I was raised Roman Catholic and I was like, you know, what is this like why can i do this and i had such anxiety growing up because i felt like i didn't fit in but also i just didn't know how to um metabolize energy that well like i didn't know i was channeling i didn't know i was a psychic i didn't know any of those things i was just like i can see things that other people can't and you know super grateful that my parents were um they were okay with it. They're like, you're safe. Like you're fine. It's all good. They didn't know what to do with me, but they were just like, it's okay. Like you're fine. Um, and I remember like every single night praying for it to go away. I'd be like, please God, please make this go away. I don't want to see these things. Like please make it stop. And it kind of did, I think, you know, growing up it just wasn't as intense because I wasn't paying attention to it and then um you know what happened was I went throughout college originally I wanted to be an artist a fine art major and I went through all these different like just flavors of Brianna of like what I wanted to be but at the end of the day I really realized that I loved marketing and I loved business building and I loved economics and I'm a born and raised New Yorker. So I have it in my blood to just hustle. So it was like my natural thing to be in Manhattan and to work in corporate. I have my degree in advertising and marketing communications. I've worked, you know, with like multi-billion and million dollar businesses. And then I realized that that wasn't for me. And I remember being there and having this moment of like, this doesn't feel right. Like I, I'm i doing all the things. Like I have the nine to five. I have the, the nice job. And I was young. I was really successful at a young age. I was always really great at marketing because I loved it. And I love business building. And also I'm like, I was also a little psychic. I, I knew, I kind of knew what to do and you know what to say. And I was really always great at messaging and PR and things of that nature. But I felt so unfulfilled, and I left corporate, went to small business, was scaling small businesses, and I was like, This still doesn't feel right either like why like what's going on here and I was about twenty three at this time, and um I had a spiritual awakening because my best friend passed away, and I remember there was just this moment like she had passed away and and this like random memory of us had popped in my head and it was us sitting at a bagel store and for whatever reason we were just saying like, you know, if one of us passes away first that we'd come back and haunt each other. Like that was like the memory that popped in my head. And I was like, oh shit, she knows I can see dead people. Like she's gonna try to talk to me. So I was like, I need to figure out what to do. And like that's where a spiritual awakening started. Um I never really knew anything about spirituality, um, but now all of a sudden I wanted to learn everything about it. And just as the universe happened, you know, to plan everything out for me, um, the position that I was in as a marketing and PR director, and we had just hired acupuncturists and Reiki practitioners at our wellness facility. And I was like, all right, like, this is kind of cool. They probably know what's going on. Like, let me go talk to them. And I remember like running into one of the acupuncturist rooms, laid on the bed, and I was just like do you see dead people too? Because I do. Mm-hmm. And my best friend has passed away and I don't know what the hell to do. Cause I couldn't sleep at this moment. Cause like I had just awakened and I was having these like intense dream visitations. And she was like, well, I don't see dead people, but she's like, I know about energy and I can help you out. So, you know, then all of a sudden all the teachers showed up and I was all of a sudden going through, um, you know, becoming a Reiki master, becoming an IET master. And it got to this place where I was like, I have everything I could have ever wanted. I have the job. I have the career. I have the car. My student loans are paid off. I'm 25 years old, but I'm miserable. So what do I do? Like, this yeah. is, I have all the boxes checked. Like, this is what you're supposed to do to be successful and be happy. Um, and I ended up leaving that position because I realized I was like, I have a calling I'm not supposed to be here. I remember that's when I first started learning about Gabby Bernstein. And I remember seeing her on stage and I was like, whatever that is, I'm supposed to do. Like not this behind the computer screen working for one company. I'm supposed to be out there changing people's lives. So I left, started my own business, um, doing branding and PR and graphic design because it felt really safe and it never worked. It never really took off. I was just like, Oh, I'm like, I know everything to build a successful business. Why isn't this working? And it was because I had so much inner stuff to do. Um, And I really just went down the rabbit hole of quantum physics, Kundalini, Chinese medicine, uh, success frequencies. Like I would spend hours upon hours upon hours, every single day, every single week, studying, work, going into Manhattan, receiving these teachings. And, you know, it got to this place where I just kept hearing, like, stop doing the branding business and do the coaching work. Do kundalini business coaching, create this. And I was too scared. So I was just like, no, no, no. It's just like a weird voice in my head. I'm just going <laughs> to keep doing my branding work, even though it's completely unaligned. I was like, I can do this this is normal. I'm going to build websites. I'm cool. I'll fit in. Um, and I was like, never that successful. And I would teeter between like $2,000 a month to $3,000 a month. And I did this for four years. And as a New Yorker, like that is like no money at all to live in New York making $2,000 a month. And I, I had this moment where I was like, shit, like I either have to close down this business and get a nine to five or get my shit together and just take a leap. So I took a leap of faith. I closed my branding business, not prepared at all. I literally was like done opened up Kundalini Business Coaching, didn't have a website, I had like a landing page up that said like, we'll be back, like, <laughs> so under construction, um, I didn't have like an email list, and have like all the shit that they tell you that you need to have, I didn't have anything, but I was like, I'm just going to show up and speak about this, I'm going to speak about all of these teachings, and pairing it with the digital strategy, because that's what I'm good at, I'm good at energy, and I'm good at building businesses, so how do I bring this together? I did that, Um, I had no, I mean, I wanted to be successful, but I didn't have like the pressure to be like, I have to get this done right now. And I was just like, whoever needs this work is going to find me, I'm gonna do my teachings, I'm gonna do my energy work and I'm gonna play and I'm gonna see if this shit really works. Yeah. First month in business, I had my first 15K month. Um, my one-on-one roster booked out. Second month in business, I think I was 18K. Third month in business, it was like 24K. Fourth month in business, it was 36K, and it never dropped. It just kept growing and scaling. And then my first year in business as Kundalini Business Coaching was a half a million dollars. We're in our second year right now. We're about to hit seven figures. Um, it's all been mostly from organic growth. So it's been just a really beautiful, wild ride, um, but I <laughs> wouldn't change it for anything. It's it's absolutely amazing. So that's a little bit about my origin story. <laughs> oh my God,
0: bit, Well, I love that too, because it's sort of like that moment where you kind of release the outcomes, like, I'm just going to show up and do the work and let it move through yeah. me and yes. not try to fit into all the boxes I've been trying to fit into all these years. And yeah. And people sense that too. And they sense that in you and in your work where it's like um, people sense when it's like so joy filled and so authentic to you that it becomes, you know, it becomes as you become magnetic about it. Right. So. Totally. Yeah. And so when we talk about the energy behind success, Mm -hmm. when we talk about like, because it sounds like, I mean, especially in your work and in my experience as well, it's like when the energy shifts and when you really put the energy behind whatever it is that you're looking to do, um, mm-hmm. that's when it really gets momentum. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of the ways in which people are getting in their own way, you know, like yes. when you see people, like when mm-hmm. they first come into your into your ecosystem, as I like to say. And what are some of the things that you see that keep people from really tapping into that?
1: Mm, Such a great question. I just think that as like a society, we are conditioned to build our businesses through, I call it the wounded masculine of marketing, which is like unalignment, get an idea, go forward, get a website, build the funnel, like niche research, do the SWOT analysis, like do all this like crazy bullshit that like does not even fucking matter. And this is coming from me who like, that's what my degree is in. Like that's the world. I understand that shit, but it does not matter. And I think that that's the biggest thing is where it's like, there's so many of those marketers and like digital strategists out there that are like, here, follow this formula and do these three things and you'll become successful. And then unfortunately you go and do those three things, but you have a fuck ton of limiting beliefs and you don't believe in yourself and you're scared and you're this and you're that. And that messes with all of that. And then you're never actually successful. And then you're like resentful because you're like, oh my God, I just spent all this money on this coach and on this mentor to do the three steps that's supposed to be successful. And I'm not, I suck. Right. And then they start to have a story of like, I'm horrible. I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. I'm not meant to be successful. And the reality is it's like, we, all are encoded to be successful. Like the universe did not create us to fail. Like they, they, like that would be weird, right? If there's like, yeah, I want that person to like suck and like fail and like, oh, I'm going to give her the hardest life ever. It's like, no, it actually like wants to co-create with us and Mm -hmm. be with us and align with us and allow us to be successful. And where we go wrong is we follow everyone else's formula to success. And we think that success is external when it's really internal. And when you're deeply aligned, when you're connected with your mission, you're connected with your vision people feel that Mm -hmm. we are so elevated as a community right now we have evolved so much that people can feel a difference whether they're spiritual or not they can feel the difference if you're lying to them or not or if you're out of alignment or not like people feel that subconsciously at least so it's like if you're out of alignment with your messaging but you did the funnel or if you're out of alignment with your website but you got the website out you're never going to be successful because there's that that misalignment of the energy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like once you're aligned, once you're dialed in, when you're intuitive and you just get that message of like, go write this post right now, go create this program, go do this webinar. Those are the things that are actually successful. And I always say the million dollar ideas, they're not coming when you're behind the laptop. They're not coming when you're <laughs> like trying to make them come. They're coming from the meditation pillow. They're coming when you're going Holy. for a walk. They're coming when you're connecting with yourself. That's when they can move through you. And then you just have to take action on them.
0: Totally. And it's like, and if we're not giving ourselves those opportunities to to yeah. sit, to meditate, to do the breath work, to yeah, go for the walk or be in nature or whatever that kind of quiet time is or that, that tuning in, then yeah. you never really get to tap into that.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I think that's also like a form of self-sabotaging where it's like, I'm not going to sit and get quiet. So you're never going to get the idea. So like that's your ego's way of like pushing you out of alignment or pushing you away from the success and you staying small and allowing yourself to be dimmed.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, so so self-sabotage is one of my favorite topics. (laughs) Um, I actually teach on it quite a bit as well. And um, yeah, it's the fear, right? And it's the the ego, like loves the status quo and and it loves to feel safe. And um, I think part of also like the work that you do you know, with Kundalini yoga, for example, Kundalini and the, yeah. I teach yoga so I've been training yoga teachers for, you know, like, I don't know, a decade or so. And um, what I love about yoga practices in general is they make us uncomfortable. Like we're in this space yes. of being uncomfortable and you build your nervous system, right? And so you get used to being in this place of discomfort where you're, yes. you're in your growth place So that you can actually like be uncomfortable in your business, right? Like you can, you can actually follow your heart instead of, well, I'm just gonna maybe not do that, you know, which, yeah, yeah. yeah. For Um, sure.
1: I love that you brought that up. I think that, you know, all entrepreneurs, we have to have grit and we have to have resiliency. mm -hmm. And I mean, personally, that's why I love Kundalini Yoga, because it is so weird and different and like you don't we wouldn't normally do those things in like your everyday life you know and i love something that, uh, that yogi bhajan had said he's like you know the careers are weird because it's prepping you for the weirdness of life so if you're doing this practice like every single day and doing these like weird movements and mantras and what have you when something tries to like push you off kilter, like it's not going to because you've already been prepped for this. Like you're already doing this as your daily practice, your sadhana, every single day. So like when that, you know, that hater like sends you a message or if like the ego pops in, or someone like your family doesn't agree with what you're doing, you're creating, it's like, you're good, you're fine, because you're you're in your your weird zone, like you've already practiced, like for all these weird things to come in, like you're used to that discomfort.
0: Yeah. And it's like it's hard for people to throw you off center yes. for life. And, you know, totally. that's the thing like yeah, life business. I mean, I think at a certain point when you're doing heart-led business, like you are, like I am, like a lot of our listeners, it's yeah. like there's not as much of a separation <laughs> between uh, your work. I mean, your life is your work, your work is your life, right? You're living your dharma, as we like to say. Yeah. So it's like, it's a really great tool just for living when you like yeah. show up in the situation in your life where – you know, I mean, there's a lot happening right now in the world and Mm -hmm. it gives us that, like that study, that study center. Totally. Yeah. I
1: always say that like your practice, like that's your stability for the day. Like if nothing else goes right, at least, you know, you did your practice for the day, you did your Kriya, you did your meditation. Like at least that's the one thing that you can count on every single day, which is yourself.
0: Yeah. And the beautiful beautiful thing about that too, is you're setting up a pattern, right? You're setting up like, you develop the self-trust in yourself and also like your subconscious trust itself as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So that you can start making these choices in your business where you can trust yourself to show up. Yeah. Cause I hear, I don't know if you get this, but I've had a lot of people come to me who have bought all these courses Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and, and not done anything. And, and then they show up. It's sort of like, so I'm an acupuncturist as well. Oh, and, I I call, and I call this the, the paper bag syndrome where like, so I used to get patients all the time. I'm not treating patients right now anymore because I'm doing all these other things full time, but I call them the paper bag people because they come in with a paper bag of all the things they've done, all the things they've tried, you know, Yeah. and all, yeah. The, all the herbs, all the medicines, all the, all the things, but they never went all in on any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so they've got like all totally. the, yeah. And so it's like that with courses, I feel like, and programs and um, people are, but they're not going all in on anything because mm-hmm. they're like afraid to like really, what if it actually works? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that that's a big thing that we don't speak about enough
1: is like this, like we're actually really afraid of success because success Mm -hmm. is like exponential and success is like you can't predict. And when it starts to happen, it's just like, you, can, you guys can't see me, but it's like, it just like rolls and just like takes over and everything changes. And I think, you know, the best thing for those people is like, let's think about what's going to happen when I do finish the course, when I do finish the thing, when I do launch the program, when I do whatever it is that you set out to do, like what's going to happen when that happens? Like, let's figure that out because a lot of times we're just afraid of the end results because you don't know what it is. So mm-hmm. that's what we say you know, in our comfort zone, which actually isn't even that comfortable, but that's why we stay in our comfort zone because it's predictable. We're like, all right, I failed. I didn't finish the course because I never fucking finished my courses. But Mm -hmm. if you actually can predict like, all right, well, once I finish this course, then I'm going to launch my program. Then when I launch my program, then the clients are going to come in. And then when the clients come in, then I'm going to have six figures. Then when I hit six figures, I could pay off my debt. I could do this. I could do that. Like plan it out. So that way your mind and your subconscious can be like on board with it. Like, oh, We knew this was going to happen. She told us. She told us this is what's going to happen. So now I'm ready for it. I'm not going to not fail.
0: Yeah, you can prepare energetically for that future when you get to hold that space of of success.
1: (laughs) Yes, sure.
0: And I think people are. I think you're right. I mean, people are used to. It's so much more. People are habituated to a certain kind of energetic pattern within themselves. So if they're if they're used to things not going right, or if they're used to not getting the deal or if they're used to, you know, I, w- I don't want to say failing, but like, you know, having things not go the way they think they want them to go. If they're used to that, it's sort of like, that's, that's the pattern. It's so easy just to like, to drop into yeah. that. Um, when you work with people, cause you have a program mm-hmm. and um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Cause I, I know <clears throat> you probably work with people getting them out of these patterns. Um, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. If you to I speak love to that patterns. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like,
1: wait, I'm like, Oh, what, what can I say about this? I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, I think that we all are built up of so many patterns, whether it's coming from, you know, we were born with it. It came from like our, our, our lineage that's been passed down to us. or it's just patterns that we've been picking up from like our entire life. Um, and that, you know, that predicts our current reality. So our aura runs on patterns. So if you're not seeing success in your life, we have to change the pattern of the aura and within the aura holds all of our lower limiting patterns, beliefs, stories, traumas, every freaking thing that's ever happened in our life and past lifetimes. And that's what's predicting our current reality right now. So it's like, if you want to have the six figures, multiple six figures, seven figures, you have to get the aura on board first. You have to reprogram, your inner operating system, and you have to reprogram your aura to become successful and make it run on a new pattern. And that's why I personally, I love Kundalini so much. And that's why I love pairing it with the business strategy because Kundalini changes the aura really quickly. When you're practicing Kundalini, what you're doing is you're intercepting the aura through sacred geometry, which you're practicing with your physical body. So you're creating sacred geometry with the physical body as well as the energetic body. And that's allowing you to intercept your aura and quite literally raise your own vibration because you're removing these patterns and stories and beliefs that are stuck within your energy field that are just like hanging out there. Because a lot of times we feel like if we like get rid of them, we go to therapy and I love therapy, but it's like sometimes we don't actually get rid of it. Like we we get it out of like The conscious mind but then it's hanging out in our energy fields and we have to remove those things and that's where kundalini comes in it moves the energy it allows it to fully be removed from all energetic bodies and then you can literally vibrate at a higher level and that's why i feel like the strategy alone doesn't work because you can keep doing the strategy over and over and over again and not see the results because you're literally vibrating at a lower level. And that doesn't mean that you're lower vibrational. It just means that you have lower vibes that are stuck within your energy field. So that's what you're projecting from. So if you're able to remove those patterns, you're going to project at a higher vibration. You're going to project at a higher frequency. So that way, when you launch that program, you're vibrating all the way up here. So you're attracting in those clients that are ready, willing, and able to do the work, and they can afford your services, and they're going to be a hell yes for paying in full. Numbers and success, it's just frequencies that we have to tap into, that we have to get our energy up to. And the biggest thing that's stopping us is, you know, ourselves and our energy and those blocks that we have. And it's like sometimes we think we've even healed things, and we haven't because it's still happening within our aura. It's still playing out. So we have to have these energy tools to master our energy, remove those stories, remove those blocks, reprogram the subconscious, so that way we can actually take action and become successful.
0: So good. So good. <laughs> it's like such good work. And that's yeah. the thing too, is what I love about this kind of work is that, um, you know, in the West, we tend to attach judge, like uh, uh, judgment to something. So like something's good or something's bad, right? So. Yes. But the thing is when you do energy work, it's just, it's just what it is is what it is. Like there's no, um, it doesn't have to have a polarity. And so Mm -hmm. you can just do the work. You don't have to label things. You don't have to understand things. You don't have to digest it in 20 years of therapy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can just do the practices. You can just do the work and it will take care of it for you. Like you don't have to dissect it and go and do all the things. Now, I mean, you can do all that. as it is necessary, but, yeah. um, I, yeah, it, I love, that's what I love about some of the, like the power of this work. Um, and when, so for yourself, like when you, um, started to really enter into that success portal,
1: yeah.
0: What were some of the, the ways that you were able to, you know, Keep your vibration up, (laughs) like and really stay at that at that place that you were calling in. I mean, know obviously these these practices that you do, but
1: yeah. um, So what what everything that I teach my students, I do myself. I'm constantly practicing my own medicine, and to go from making literally barely two thousand dollars a month to making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a month within eleven month time span, like that was huge. Like that was a lot for my nervous system to handle. So I had really work through the nervous system i really had to work through the energy i really had to work through the aura i really had to practice my kundalini kriya like and take it really seriously and work through my energy every single day because when you think about like if you even just close your eyes and you think about holding two thousand dollars versus holding seventy thousand dollars they have two completely different not only physical weights to them but energetic weights and i was like all right I'm an overachiever. I'm going to fucking build a half a million dollar business in a year. I know how to do it strategically, but how am I going to do this energetically? And I was like, I have to go through my energy and clear all of this shit out and get that energetic endurance to call in those numbers and actually vibrate with them. Because a lot of people, this happens to, it's like they call in those bigger numbers and then the next month they crash, they get sick, they have a Mm -hmm. spiritual awakening spiritual flu, whatever the hell they want to call it. Yeah, and yeah. that just means that you didn't have the, the the bandwidth to really sustain that success. So the big thing that I teach with my students is like, yeah, let's get those big numbers in, but let's fucking sustain it. So that way you're not sick, you're not burnt out, you're not stressed out, and we can really scale. So like I mentioned earlier, it's like each month it crept up and up and up and never dropped. It just kept going because I was constantly working through my aura. I was constantly working through my energy. I was doing Kundalini. I was doing Chinese medicine. So when I went through my... Um, Kundalini teacher training. It wasn't a traditional one. Um, you know, I was like, I want something more. I don't want to just do Kundalini. I want to do something else. So the yeah. woman that taught it was also an acupuncturist. Um, so she taught us Chinese medicine. She taught us sound healing, and she taught us Kundalini. So she taught us how to diagnose your energy using the five elements, and then pairing the kriyas according to the meridians that it was stimulating. Um, and using the kriyas as medicines, and then creating our schedule. Um, according to the Chinese medicine clock. So for me, that's what I do that's what I teach my students it's like how do we diagnose our energy how do we know where we're imbalanced and when we are you know really strong what does that look like and how are we using the kriyas to actually be medicine for us instead of just practicing the kriya at 4 a.m what time should we be practicing the Kriya according to our energy? What Kriya should we we be using that will be stimulating the different points for us to really just bring us back to center? And, you know, that's what I've been doing for the past two years is constantly going in and adapting and seeing where I'm at. Like I know within like a millisecond of like when I'm out of alignment and what I need to do to get back. And I think that's the biggest thing for me for really achieving the success and then sustaining
0: it and still scaling it. Yeah, that self-awareness and... Yeah. We talk. we call that, that whole rebound that you're talking with like the healing crisis is what yes. we often call yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, it
1: doesn't have to be that way. Like I think we're no. just, again, we think like, oh, I was successful. Now I have a spiritual crisis, healing. I have the flu. I'm sick. I'm burnt out. It's like, it doesn't really have to be that way. We can be healthy and happy and enjoy life and still scale every single month. Like we can just rewrite that pattern.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's a story that people buy into, right? It's like a story that, um, that people believe. And, um, I think also doing the work where, you know, you're integrating what you're, you're building your nervous system you're able to integrate yes. energy so that you can sustain and hold that bigger. Yeah. Cause it is different holding a hundred thousand dollars in your hand than it is like 10 or five or a hundred, you know? So, um, and being able to have conversations, especially, I mean, i mean we could talk about money another time. Maybe we'll have you back We we just, just talk about money because it's a thing, you know, it's a thing. You know, people have so many stories and inherited stories around money and worth and the energy of money and, you know, the stories that we've bought into around that. Well, it's been so great, like, having you on the show. And in terms of, like, working... So when people work with you... Mm-hmm. In your program, what is that that whole journey like for people?
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for <laughs> asking that question. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the my big intention behind creating you know the Light Leader Movement was for women to be able to come together to elevate, to change the world, to make massive impact, but to do it in such a supportive intimate way. And my my vision since the get-go was, yes, I want to have a multi, like seven figure business, but I still want it to feel like a mom and pop shop where it's like, you're talking to me. It's not a robot that's responding in my Facebook messenger. Yeah, um, it's yeah. really me and like my team. And like, we're really transparent. And one of our core values is just creating epic experiences for our clients. And That's always like at the root of everything that we do. I'm not just going to send you to a sales page and just be like, here, roll into my program. Um, we really want to get to know you. We want to connect with you. This is like a family that you're joining. We call it the light leader family. Once you enroll into our programs, you'll feel the difference because we really want to get to know you. We want to get to know your energy. We want to get to know your goals. We want to be able to do this together. We want everyone to be elevated. We want everyone to rise up. We want all of our clients to be up at this level with us and Hey, surpass us. If that's where you're going to go, go for it. Um, and really providing that intimate support, making sure that we're just fully in your corner, supporting you, cheering you on. Once you enter into our programs, like I said, it's like you're joining this like family of light. We have a really powerful sisterhood behind all of our work. We have opportunities to connect in real life. We really just want to make sure that we have also that aftercare where it's like, after you go through our programs, we have other things to support you. And I'm not just saying other programs for you to join. We actually just have like free events for people to come and connect to. Um, I have my assistant coaches creating, um, opportunities to still stay connected and supportive when you graduate from our programs like we are really just big on support and creating these really unique experiences because that's how we elevate because we really are here to embody the work and take Mm -hmm. action and we Really start embodying this success. There's so many other things that come up when you start to really receive it. Um, and we're still there for you. It's not like come through our programs and then we don't know who you are and we never yeah. are attached to you. It's like we know who you are. You ask any of my clients, they're like, she still talks to me three years later and she's still here, like cheering me on and, and, and it's actually me. It's not, you know, an assistant or a robot or what have you. And like that's just one of our big foundations of creating this is like this global movement of women that are just so supported and so in love with themselves, so in love with each other. And we just elevate and raise vibration
0: together. Oh, so good! Mm. <laughs> yeah, because it's just the beginning of a relationship, right? You know, um, as we like enter into these journeys together, it's like it's the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> so, if people want to know more about you, I know you're on Instagram at yes. I am Brianna Rose, right? Mm-hmm, correct. Got it. And mm-hmm. uh, what what other ways can people connect with you?
1: Great question. So, I love my Facebook group, the Rising Light Sisterhood. It is so special and amazing to me. So, I would highly recommend checking out that group because I do free trainings every single Friday. I've been doing it now for like over two years. So, there is a buttload of trainings inside of there for you to just binge out on. And that's just also another sacred space with really just high vibe women that are just here to change the world.
0: Awesome. Great. So mm. I'll make sure all the things are linked in the show notes for this episode. So you guys awesome. can head there. And it's been so wonderful having you on the yes. show. Thank you. This is so good.
1: I'm like, what oh, by so fast? <laughs> I know it
0: goes so fast, but <laughs> it's just been amazing having you on the show. And I look forward to um, speaking with you again soon. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you again so much for joining us here on the Rock Your Purpose podcast. So excited that you were able to listen to this interview. It was so full of goodness and I'm just so excited to share it with you. And we would love it if you would just go into your podcast player, wherever you're listening to the show, leave us a rating and review. It helps other people find the show. And I am doing a little giveaway with people who have left a review. So it's a great opportunity to you get a spot in an upcoming webinar I have coming up called Manifest Now, and you'll hear more about that later. So go ahead, leave us a rating and a review over there. And then don't forget to tag us. So take a screenshot of you listening to this episode. Tag me at emilyperry.co. And you could tag Brianna Rose at I am Brianna Rose. And tag us in your Insta story. Show us what you're listening to. We want to see all the things and be a part of your journey. So go ahead go ahead and tag us over there at Instagram. That's where we're hanging out anyway. It's kind of a little party over there. So go join us in instagram and we'll see you in the flow again thank you so much for being here at the rock your purpose podcast home of the rock your purpose revolution so excited to be bringing you some great new episodes coming up soon so stay tuned for that and until then be well take care and i'll talk to you soon